Welcome, my chingus, to episode 97 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about Nine Muses A, BAP, Basic, Blackpink, CJAM and BY, IOI, June K, and Unicorn. My name is Steven, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Josh. Hello. And This Week in K-Pop is a discussion podcast that covers the last two weeks of K-Pop music video releases, although in this special episode, we just had our summer vacation. Almost break. two months. Almost two. It's like a month. Yeah. No, month it was like bit. five weeks. It yeah, was like month five and change, weeks. Right? Month and change. Yeah. In each episode, Josh and I normally pick uh, what our favorite song of the last uh, two weeks are. Now, for this episode, we watched probably 60 60 music videos yeah like a shit ton of music videos and uh it turns out that a lot of them were not great <laughs> surprise surprise so surprise it like actually i think works out to be a pretty good episode because i think we picked you know eight songs like we normally do and i really enjoy most of these songs and so hopefully you can discover some too We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> now, you can also find episodes of our podcast on iTunes, on the Google Play Store, and on SoundCloud. Uh, the video version can also be found on our YouTube channel, which recently got, we find, we got our copyright strike. It's gone yes, now. Yes. It's ran its course. It's And it's weird because I think we were supposed to have it for like six months or something, and then it's like half that time and not even three months or something like that. But, yeah. you know, we're not complaining. Not I'm not complaining. complaining. I'm happy I can finally upload like full things onto YouTube again yeah. instead of having to chop them up. It was taking way too much time. Speaking of YouTube, I still need to catch up on some stuff. But a lot of that's going to happen because if you're watching this video version or if you can notice from the amazing sound of our voices. Hey. After coming back from America, Josh brought up a bunch of new audio equipment. Yeah. And hopefully this sounds better because it cost us a lot of money yeah. to get this. And if you're following us on uh, Instagram, you can actually see what we bought. We have like a whole bunch of stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, some, mm -hmm. some, you know, pictures and stuff. Yeah, if you want to see pictures of things. Stuff. Okay. I mean, I, we're not <laughs> hot girls. So sorry, sorry. about that. Sorry. Uh, we are also, we don't take pictures of beautiful landscapes. No, we don't do that either. Unless you count the inside of my apartment, a beautiful landscape. Definitely not beautiful landscape. You're, you're right. Uh, but I did move to a new apartment, which also kind of delayed the recording of this podcast. Yeah. I didn't have any internet. There's just shit everywhere. There's still shit everywhere. Right. But we kind of pushed it all to the side so you can't see it. It really looks like we're filming in like a prop room. Yeah. But we now have our own kind of podcasting recording like room. Like space. Yeah. It, may, it makes my other room really crowded of shit. Yeah. But I do it for the podcast, guys. Do it for the podcast. Uh, so let's get to it. If this is your first time tuning in, mm -hmm. uh, we're sorry. We were sorry that. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to be a little rusty is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. And also, we're going to have to get used to like our mic setups and everything again. So this is going to be a, a feeler outer kind of podcast episode yeah. this week. So I got to get used to like, you know, your face again. I haven't seen it. In Definitely not used to your face, Steven. I know. It's so amazing that it's you been, never spent three years still still cannot still get, used, can't to get it. used to it. just still surprised you know sometimes like <laughs> was oh hey steven <laughs> i love you buddy thanks. love you thanks man uh sometimes when i'm feeling really fat i don't really like looking in the mirror you know 
Right. So sometimes you can go like a while without really looking in the mirror. Like sometimes I look in the mirror to do my hair real quick or, you know, whatever. But sometimes I'll like take a good look at myself in the mirror and I'll be like, oh, Jesus, like right. what happened, bro? You know, or someone took a picture of you. Right. And you're like, oh, my God, when did I end up looking like this? You know, and it's like in a bad angle and you're like, no, yeah, uh, oh, who's that? that? Oh, God, that happens. Sometimes. That happens. But yeah. Uh, Let's jump just jump right into it then. Let's jump right in. So as always, uh Josh won the rock, paper, scissors, so he gets to go first. Because Steven is just not good at rock, paper, scissors. I'm really not. I'm really He's not. really, really terrible. I mean it's I'm in his I'm in his head. I'm, no, I, I know what you're I know what you're throwing out. Bad. I know what you're throwing out. I always throw out the same thing. That's true. Although I did try to double game you this time and it totally. Yeah, you try, you try to double think me and I was like, no, nah, I'm not having any of that. Yeah, it turns out Two negatives cancel, and I just did the dumb thing. <laughs> yeah, and then so I got to pick first, and the song that I picked first is Black Pink's "Whistle." Hey boy, make him whistle like a missile, bomb, bomb. Every time I show up, blow up. Uh. Make him whistle like a missile, bomb, bomb. Every time I show up, blow up. Uh. Right when we took a vacation, this came out. Right. Because not only was this the biggest release since uh, while we were gone, but it was also one of the best releases. Right. Because I also would have picked this song if I got yeah. to go first. But uh, Blackpink, if you didn't know, because maybe, you, maybe, maybe you're, you're not under a rock. Yeah, maybe you don't keep up with K-pop besides yeah. us, or maybe you just don't really keep up with like a lot of... Maybe this is your first podcast ever. Yeah. Maybe you met us. You're a new, completely new listener, right? You don't even it's listen possible. to K-pop. Maybe you were forced to listen to this podcast because you may have met Josh and I in Korea. Hey, you know shout who out, you are. Shout out to you. <laughs> um, but Blackpink is a YG Entertainment's brand new girl group. Yeah. It's been seven years since their last girl group, 21 debuted. Yeah. Now, this girl group has been long rumored, often delayed. And it was one of those things where it's like, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming, and they would just never come. Right. YG's always blue balling us. Yeah. Uh, that's his thing. And very coincidental that this, the new YG girl group came after kind of 21's had member problems, right? Like, you know, Minzy leaving and things like that and all these contract negotiations and such. And it really reminds me actually of SM and 
FX and Red Velvet mm-hmm. because a lot of people said Red Velvet when they debuted they obviously uh, the youngest member like she wasn't ready and she got added later and then people were saying oh well you know they're adding you know this person because Red Velvet wasn't supposed to debut at that time right right and this this kind of is like that but I feel you know the group itself and all the members I think it's a little bit cleaner and I think that it doesn't feel as rushed as as Red, Red Velvet's, Velvet's was. debut, yeah. I mean, we, we may not know. Maybe in six months they'll add another member. But I, I don't say Quint. Like, I think some people might be like, oh, well, like, you're thinking that's a bad thing. And I'm like, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Like, no. when, as a business, if, you know, one piece is now missing, you want to shove another piece in there, right? Like, Yeah, fill the gap. Yeah. I, I think one of YG's problems has always been that, like, his stuff does great, right? His, his company stuff has always done uh, pretty great right. and so he doesn't have a fire like under his butthole right yeah so he's that's why he's always delaying stuff that's why yeah. like um he doesn't feel that pressure because he has brand kind of loyalty yeah he knows that once he releases a song it, it's still gonna do gangbusters kind of no matter what and actually delaying it might actually help more because yg kind of stands i guess you would call them or yg fans are just really really kind of anticipating whatever's coming out right but uh, anyway so blackpink uh, released two songs. Yeah. Uh, the first one, well, I guess they released them at the same time. The one that we both like is called Whistle, mm-hmm. but the other one is called Boombaya. Boombaya, yeah. And uh, both of them are produced by Teddy, which is uh, YG's kind of main in-house producer. producer. Produced a-, a lot of YG stuff. Yeah. Whistle and uh, Boombaya also had help from this girl called Becca Boom. Yeah, and she's like not Korean, but she has like a lot of like, kind of songwriting credits for a lot of korean songs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, uh at least whistle was also helped by by future sound which i don't know it's, it's the future of sound I don't know. never heard of that yeah but anyways this song okay mm-hmm. i love this song i love it but you picked it so why don't you talk first jeff all right well this song i think is just really 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 catchy it's one of those songs that kind of when you listen to it first you do get the catchiness but the more you listen to it the kind of Little, little, you know, little crumbs and little tasty bits come out more. I think the weakest part of the song is the kind of verse where it's kind of sing-talky. For me, I'm I'm not really a big fan of that, but I think the rap parts are really good. And the chorus is really, really, really catchy, especially the whistling and the bass in this track is really, really good. Wait, you're saying the, the, the singing was the worst part? Yeah, I'm not. I feel like that's the weakest part of the song. Oh, I thought earlier you were saying the rapping was the weakest part. Oh, I did. I, I think out of the whole like song itself, I think the singing is like what is, has no lasting value for me. But mm-hmm. like the rap is growing on me, even though I think the second rap isn't as good as the first. And I know you you don't think the same as me. Right, right. I mean, the only, yeah, the only reason I remember this is because we were talking extensively about which rap we like better. And, and then you were like, I don't like either of them, really. Uh, anyways, uh, this is one of those songs where like I, as you know, Josh, when we listen to these songs, it's very, very rare nowadays where I, you instantly like a song. That's true. Incredibly rare. And this is one of those songs where I listened to it and I was like, I love this and I love this right now. Give it to me now. The next song was also like that too. And it's also happy. I was like, yeah, finally 2016. Finally, we have one of these songs. And also it's really surprising because longtime listeners of Steven and I 
we haven't really been saying the greatest things about a lot of YG releases, especially like 21 and their new age kind of sound. And even though this is kind of 21-ish, I mean, it has YG flavor. Uh, I I really, really just kind of like the song from the get-go. So I do want to tackle that, which is that I believe this is too similar to 21. That's not a bad thing. But both Whistle and Boombaya, to me, like uh, some people don't like to admit it. I I don't think it's a bad thing to admit it that they sound very 21-like. Very 21. Yeah, I I think rather than saying it sounds like 21, I want to say it really sounds like Teddy's style and also Mm kind of like YG's in-house producing style because, you know, there's there's rapping parts, obviously. There's kind of like a sing-talky chord or verse part, and then there's like a singing kind of like park boom part also, which is kind of like the the setup that that 21 has also, right? Because you have CL, obviously, and you have two singers and you have Dara, and so they kind of have their own parts and... Blackpink also has four members, mm-hmm. coincidentally, and so it's it kind of fits the sim- a similar mold. I won't say exactly, but it's very, very similar. Well, so here's the thing that I want to discuss, which is, did they have to? Do you th- like? Even though I love this song, and I would have loved this song if Twenty One sang it. I think, right? I, I actually, I probably would have loved it more because. 21 songs have not been very good. Right. And I think this song is retains the 21 style, but modernizes it to a point that at least in my opinion, I think Boombaya is 21's old style just done again. And and that's why I don't like Boombaya. We we had a little, we had a little disagreement on that disagreement about how we feel about Boombaya, but we came to a conclusion that we both did not like Boombaya. Yeah. Uh, Maybe the reasons why are a little different, but, but I just think Boombaya is like, 21 could have sang that song six years ago and would have been like, okay. But this song sounds very modernized to me. Yeah. Um, which I enjoy. You know, I also, I think I agree with that. I didn't really have that idea, like listening to it, that it does sound like new age. Um, but it, yeah, it actually does seem a little bit more kind like, of up to speed. Like I think in particular, it shows between the choruses of Boombaya and Whistle because Whistles is very simple and it's, it's very catchy while Boombayaz is like that straight up, like, like electronic. Like There's a lot of things like going on. Tw- the 21 sound that you kind of, you know, or as you said, it's, it's really not 21 sound. It's really Teddy's sound that 21 uses a lot. Right. right. Um, but to focus, <laughs> to focus, to focus on this song, to focus on this. Do you think they should have tried to make this group sound different? Uh, I mentioned that because as you said, it's very like even uh, the, the singing parts, they even add in effects to make it sound so much like Park Bomb, right? Right. Even though, I mean, maybe they had the same rapping teachers, that, right? But like, even the raps, I'm like, I can totally see CL singing this, right? Mm. Like, do you think they should have differentiated more? Um, because we always talk about this, that YG is really, really bad at differentiating their groups. Yeah. Well, I think YG, even if they want to try to like, they might have even tried to say, hey, Blackpink is a, a totally new thing. But for me, I, I don't think it's really believable because one, if you're a company that's known for a certain style and you're going to do that style again, there's going to be some sort of overlap, especially if you use a producer that you've used for another group and who's kind of like known for his own style and sound. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're going to have some, some bleed over. You're going to have some, you know, 
similar sounds, no matter how hard you differentiate, you're going to have to bring in a whole different producer, like a whole different kind of, right. you know, cast. But like, I, I think that sound in, in the long term, he, he, he should have done that. Um, because I think in the short term, it obviously this song did gangbusters, right? Mm. This song did very, very well. It's still doing well. I think. Um, and again, it, it feels weird talking about this for a song that I really like. I, I just think that, uh, okay, let me think about this a moment. The reason I worry is because when Icon debuted, they had very big bangy feels. A right? lot of big bangy feeling. Yeah. Um, but that was also after we already had Winner, which also kind of had a little like right now. YG has three boy groups, right? Yeah, technically they have three boy groups. Yeah, and Winner is a little bit different, but like they share so much formula that it's it's very worrisome to me. We we've talked about this in the past, yeah. and and right now, I mean. YG only has two girl groups, but like, what if two years from now they re- they release another girl group, right? That's like, I mean, it's possible. Like, if Blackpink is their only girl group, it's like left, their main girl yeah, group breadwinner, right? Then I guess it's okay, right, to just keep doing the same old, same old. But I'm just afraid that you know, because Twenty One is yeah. supposed to come out with another song, right? Yeah, Twenty One's not Z, dead, right? right? And we don't know in a year or two years, like. There could be another one. I, I just worry. I just I, I just don't know what you know the the I just want to know what you think, I guess. I think uh in the long run, it's I think it's really not gonna matter. Because you if you look at a lot of groups and like their debut song versus like how they kind of progress as a group, a lot of the debuts like they kind of fall by the wayside and they don't really kind of carry on. Like if you look at a lot of groups, their kind of breaking song is rarely their debut song. So I think this is it was a good release, and it, even though it had a lot of similar sounds, I didn't really different, differentiate Twenty One and Blackpink's sound. Mm. I think in the long run, it it will depend on what Blackpink will do later on. Okay, because right now, like if Icon, if Winner puts out like a gangbuster song that kind of like propels them, you know, to the heavens, like we're not gonna really remember like oh yeah they debuted and they really sounded like Bing Bang. No, we're gonna remember them for whatever they. Right. They put out next. So I guess it, maybe it's it we'll just have to look forward to their next yeah. song. And if, if it is again similar a, a very similar song, we can be more concerned. Yeah, we could be more I think we can be more scrutinous if like they continue this trend of like mm-hmm. similar YG ish, twenty one ish sound. Okay. But for me I don't think it's that huge of an dish, issue at this point. Like I think because I heard Boombaya first. And I really felt very strongly when I heard Boombaya. I was like, this should not happen. Mm. I, I do think I'm more okay with it because I do like Whistle. And I'm like, this is a great song. Like, who cares if right. they did it wrong, right? But what if they only released Boombaya and you, we both didn't really Ooh. like it? And I think Boombaya is, is 100 times more similar yeah. to 21's older songs than Whistle. Like, do you think you'd feel more strongly about it or you would feel the same? Uh, Honestly, at this point in time, like, because whistle is such a good song and they released both of them mm. like i can say like oh yeah we can just look forward to what they're putting out next but it i think if they had only put out Boombaya, mm. i think i would really be more harsh mm. on them i would be like yo this this sounds exactly like 21 and not even good 21 you right. know I, I can imagine the things i would say and they would not be good okay so i guess it's good on yg for at least knowing to put out two and like yeah at least putting um, out a good product if if you're gonna copy or if you're going to like kind of sample some sounds, at least make make a good product, you know? Mm. But I do know a lot of people on our Slack channel 
which of course you can get into if you hey, hey. want to help us out on Patreon, uh, saying that like both of these songs sounded so similar to 21 that they didn't like it. And I can kind of see what there's like, there are definitely parts in whistle where I'm just like, is it like, this could is totally, this park bomb? Yeah, like, this could totally it, be park bomb. Like, and then I, I'd be convinced. Yeah. But in the long run, we didn't actually talk about the song song that much, but I, I love the chorus. Like you, Long-time listeners know I love bah, nonsensical, bah. like, groovy, like, noises, right? Like, that's why I'm in the Brave Sound. And, like, I just love the chorus. It's just it's just nonsense. And I do agree with, again, some of our Slack comments that, like, as a performance, that chorus is kind of lame. Uh, because, you know, usually in K-pop, the chorus is the big point-moving thing. And this Agreed. one is more of a chill, you know, like, you know, sounds kind of empty. But I really like that. I think if there's a theme uh, in the last, I guess, 2016 is like, I think songs are feeling more empty and it's making it more boring. Actually, uh, things aren't as catchy anymore. They're more hmm. like we found eight bars of like some like a nice beat and then we're going to repeat it and it, it doesn't get better, but it doesn't really get worse. I, I half feel the same way, but I also kind of disagree. I think in 2016, there are a lot of songs that really sound like repetitive, like especially uh, rap songs. Like, I mean, Grey is a huge kind of culprit for that. But I think I, I like this song so much because it is simple and it is repetitive and like repetition is catchy mm. if you do it right. But if it's good. Yeah, if you do it right. I think 2016, there have been a lot of songs that you and I both have been like, oh, this sounds really noisy or it sounds like, you know, just kind of mm. layered, not properly or just, you know, it just doesn't flow together well. But I think on the other hand, there are a lot of songs that we have also said have been really, really boring and repetitive and just not interesting. Mm. So rather than it being repetition versus not repetition and like what they're doing, I think it's more of a catchiness issue. Mm. like it's fine if it's repetitive if the repetitive part is yeah. catchy because you and i have been saying like 2016 and a huge part i think of 2015 also was that we're really lacking that catchiness or that catchy song mm. and this song i think really really captured really really captured our ears from the get-go because it is really catchy with whistling yeah and the beat is really really catchy Shout outs to the whoever did the whistle. Yeah, that's, that's a great a, whistle. That's a nice, that's a a nice great whistle. Ass whistle. I mean, if your song's called Whistle and you can't whistle, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. We talked enough about this. Uh, let's move on to my favorite song, or I guess my second favorite song because my first one was definitely Whistle. This group's debut song. <laughs> uh, just kidding. We wish. We wish. Uh, so this song is by IOI with their song, What a Man. I'm not 
Never did Dream Girls. That never, never ever, happened. That didn't matter. That happen. abomination never happened. No, uh, so, the, anyway, so this is IOI's subunit, even though they don't name the subunit. Does not have four of the members who went off uh, with their own girl groups to kind of prepare. So, uh, Young Jong went to Cosmic Girls. Right. Mina and Sejong went to Gugudan, and Cheong, of course, went to Dia. Yeah. All, all to not good songs in the slightest. Yeah, they're all. Pretty bad songs. Although, uh, still though, Gugudan song, horrible song. But but it, oddly, it creeps into gets your in your head. It creeps head into your brain. brain. Yeah. And so w- we've been waiting for a great DIY song, right? We have. We we spent a lot of our lives loving Produce One Hundred One, following what all the main members are doing. Right. Right. We've been watching their reality shows. Every single one that they they produce. Most recently, the Land Cable Friends yeah. I've been watching. I also finished watching that as well. And we've been waiting for a great song, and it's finally here. Yeah, I think this is. I think this is a great song. Great song. Yeah, it's produced by Ryan Jun, who uh, also did Fingertips, which was our may or may not still be our favorite song of 2016. I, I don't really know, but it's possible we did a top five of 2016, and, and Fingertips was number one. All he also did Crush, of course, which I really liked. Although Josh, I think not as much. Not as much as you, but I think I enjoyed it a good amount. A good amount. Yeah. And this is definitely in the same wheelhouse. It is one. It is definitely a logical kind of progression uh, sequel yeah. to Fingertips and Crush. And I, I cannot believe that that Dream Girls was chosen first. Like, if this song was the song that came out right after Produce, ended, we'd be like, "Yo, holy shit!" And I think that's kind of the general consensus amongst people in Korea as well because um, this song charted pretty well, I think, compared to Dreamgirls. And I think Dreamgirls had all that, like, kind of produce 101 hype along yeah. with it. So that's kind of inflated numbers. But this is, you yeah. know, something that... And it's missing four members. Yeah. And, you know, Sejong is inc- ridiculously popular and it's it's missing her. Um, Taehyung, of course, also pretty popular is missing her. Yeah. I mean, they, they have, like, a lot of popular members missing. I mean, that's hard to say because there's a lot of popular members in IOI because they're chosen right. by popularity, but a lot of their, yeah, a lot of their popular members. I mean, Sejong was like number two, I think, mm-hmm. in, in Producer 101, so obviously she's really, really popular, yeah. and you're missing your number two person. And Yeah, and Sejong's on TV shows and stuff a lot. But anyways, the song itself, the reason I hesitate a little bit to pick it as best song, or initially over whistle was that the best part of this song to me is the part that's sampled from other songs right right the chorus of course is sampled from i guess you could say salt and pepper's what a man which in itself was sampled from uh, an older song in the 60s i think called what a man written by dave crawford and sang by linda lindell linda lindell i think who's a white woman i think so turns out I don't know why that's important, but it's important because when we were listening to the song, we were like surprised that it was a white woman. 
racist i don't know racist i don't know <laughs> but you should hear the original song like it, it's it's so groovy i think i think the original song is like amazing so mm-hmm. if you have obviously you've probably heard the salt and pepper version mm-hmm. um if you're really really young then you might not have but go listen to the salt and pepper version first and then after that go and listen to the dave crawford version and the dave crawford version is really like my cup of tea yeah although you should probably google linda linda lindell, lindell. i think it's linda is it linda it's a ll it's a alliteration i know her last name is lindell yeah because we're talking sure. about it <laughs> linda yeah yeah, yeah, linda, it linda lindell. Lindell. yeah it is linda lindell so the problem is, I, I mean, the chorus is so good, but is the chorus good because they just took another the songs, right? Like if, if they were just like to steal like a Justin Bieber, not steal. They obviously paid for it, right? Yeah, but sample. If they if they were to sample like, yeah, a Justin Bieber chorus and, and it was just IOI singing it, like, am I supposed to give credit to IOI? Am I supposed to give credit to? But I do think that the production around it, like some of the high notes that some of the girls hit really surprised oh, me. Yeah. Um, But... The rest of the song does have a lot of rapping parts. Quite a lot uh, of rapping parts. But I'm not too angry at some of the rapping parts. I think uh, Yujong does a really good job at some of her parts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's... I mean, Nayang, I'm always down with, with the Nayang rap. Yeah. Um, but, but I do think that we mentioned this it, during when we were talking about Crush, which is that Ryan Jun, 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 he does a really good job of adding in other things during the rapping parts or the rippity rapping right. parts to like break it up, either break it up or to, to put kinda a layer like bounce, in kind of like bounce back between like the backing track and, and the rapper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So even though there were a lot of raps, like the first few times I listened to it, I, I didn't even like think of that as a bad thing. I was just like, so into the song. I thought it was really powerful and it, in, in a powerful way that we just don't really see anymore. Yeah, but I do like I was actually really, really surprised when I went back and listened to the song because I think there's like three separate rap parts in the song. And a lot of times Steven and I, like even with one rap part, we'll be like, yo, this rap part too long or yeah. doesn't fit. But I think that he did a really, really like good job of just integrating the raps into the song without having it seem like just rippity rap the whole time. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I think if you go back and, and like kind of count how many min- like minutes of the entire right. song is rap, like it's a lot. Like maybe forty percent of the song is rap. But also, uh, Chunga she did the choreography, yeah. and she also did the choreography of the very famous Produce One Hundred One Bang Bang thing. And there's a lot of very heavy correlations. Um, and so overall, this was designed for us, like designed because the best they took the best part of the production of produce 101 right oh, right john they took the best dance part of best performance uh, right best performance which was bang bang and they put it together and we got this and got this yeah if there's one kind of nitpicky part i have about this song is that while there's like a lot of good high notes and there's a lot of like there's like a part where someone says Kuchi, i think it might be doyan mm-hmm. but that's a really really good part um but i think overall somi's parts are kind of kind of bland i don't think she really has the the voice that matches a song like this it's not really necessarily high and it's not really like necessarily that powerful it just kind of sounds mm, for lack of a better word uh like kind of sounds empty Hmm. to me i mean i didn't really uh, i didn't really feel that um like i thought that there was there was no part in the song where i was actively like "Eh, this part's not as good but maybe I need to re-listen to it, re-listen to it, and focus on her parts. Maybe, um, 
because you know when she shows up though she now, mean, she so, is young but she looked really good in this music video but we were a little we were a little concerned because she she is very young right yes. she's like 16, 16 17 i don't like even know that. if she's 17 yet but like she was she was trying to be powerful right she was trying to she was wearing some skimpy things trying mm-hmm. to look very sexy and it was mm-hmm. a little concerning even though we thought she looked great yeah because a lot of companies and a lot of like you know girl groups they won't like kind of kind of sexualize their young members because they know like oh they're young still and right. they kind of need their time so usually like the the group will kind of do something like strong and sexy once most of the members are, or all the members are kind of like of, older of more mature <laughs> yeah right but they're they they have a lot of young members not just somi that yeah. I think are underage, and they they went with this concept, which is a little bit of a head scratcher. But I mean, I think probably four of them maybe mm-hmm. are in high school still, right? Yeah, like, I, for sure under twenty. Yeah, which is I mean, which even though on screen I enjoyed, right? And when the the video came out, I was like, damn, I love like because Dreamgirls was so like nothing to me personally, yeah. right? That like seeing them kind of be, although I will say like the whole storyline, but of like. Uh, oh, I broke up with me and I need to be strong. I, I thought that was pretty generic and whatever. A little bit cliche. Um, maybe it's just because I, I like the, the dance and I like the, the energy that it was giving off that, that I liked it more than dream girls. There's, there was a little bit, bit of like punching your, punch a little bit like, uh, we're uncle fans. Like, uh, oh, we definitely old now, bro. Yeah. Speaking of uncle fans, speaking, of, I fans guess speaking of fans in general, uh, we do want, of course, to thank everybody who helps us out on Patreon. Um, without you guys, uh, we would not have these microphones that we're using right now. And we would not have this portable audio recorder that our microphones plug into. And uh, it was a lot of money to buy this stuff. And yeah. so everybody listening to this podcast right now, I mean, of course, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. But we, we want to give special shout outs to our Patreon supporters. All those amazing chingus. Yeah. So there are, again, I'm a little behind. I actually, because most of August, we were not here. Yeah. Right? Uh, actually we were not we didn't record anything in august we released the special edition summer thing in august even though we recorded that earlier yeah so we're gonna be a little bit behind on some of these thank yous but i want to say thank you to these four super mega awesome chingus who donate of course every month 25 dollars or more crazy amounts of money to us and josh how about you read these four names okay so the first person is a makai t next ben p Lauren C and Emma L. Yes, you four have been doing this for quite a long time. Yeah, like I feel I, I definitely know your guys' name like by heart because we read your names all the time. Every month. Yeah. Um but thanks to to them and to a couple of new people, because we got a couple of new people signed up. Yeah. We did hit our three hundred dollar goal. Yes. And uh if you don't remember, that goal was to fill. Uh, we were going to record this whole other type of podcast, yeah, kind of an interview series uh, with people who live in Korea. And so we're finally going to do that. The first ep- we're going to record our first one in September, obviously, because yeah, because September September now. now, and we weren't here in August, and so we're going to do that. I I I, wa- I want to record two because technically we do owe them for August. Yeah, we just weren't here, but we need to do the first one first and and yeah, figure and out how, how to do that. Yeah. And see how that kind of sorts out. I mean, we have a person lined up. We've talked to them recently, actually. I did. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's he's totally down for it. We just got to kind of figure out the logistics of like where yeah, he's, he's going to be. Sexy and, dude. He's got, but he's dirty. He's dirty. 
guy. He's, he's one of my he's one of my really good friends. So uh, he's a really interesting person. Yeah. So that's thanks to you guys. If you want, if you're if you haven't uh, donated already, and you can, of course, visit uh, Patreon.com/slash This Week in K-pop, or you can donate directly to us on PayPal with uh, the link PayPal.me/slash This Week in K-pop. All links are in the description below. Yeah. Let's move on. So let's move on to the next song, and that's my song. I'm gonna choose. And we were talking about Rip Beauty Rap, and there was a lot, a lot, a lot of Rip Beauty Rap in the past five-ish weeks. Yes, after um, Show Me the Money ends, yes. then the, the Rip Beauty Rap funnels are un- unleashed. So speaking of Show Me the Money, the next song is by the, f- I guess, the winner and the runner-up of Show Me the Money 5. That's C-Jam and B-Y with Puzzle. Yeah, it's your main boy code of the beat. Yeah. I take one, I take two. Is it that mingo get main deuce? Now both up up and then many jump and then back tongue and both day joe out. Ran the pumpers up way soon. Mara ned the same gym. No, it do no need. Hugging it and I nigga now soon. And I can't good. Go into come button ill. Dirty chick come on ill sound. Pangum machigo was so they go. Which I'm named by six. Sang sang it on the shit. My jato rochin and then an up the sound. Ne eat a murder man didn't don't. Oh, they got the net. BY being the winner, of course, C Jam being the runner up. Yes. If you want to know more about Show Me the Money Five, we did an after show where we talked a lot about it. Um, BY, I mean, has been killing it, is still killing it. That do be killing. <laughs> Very popular. Like we kind of took our vacation at a time where it was also, you know, summer vacation for our students and such, but still coming back to school, at least for me, a lot of the students are still talking about BY and you know, they they mention him every now and then. And so he must be like really popular still. Yeah, he he definitely I think he, he may have actually stolen so much of the the Ripity Rap Thunder that the rest of the people on Show Me the Money Five really have done have gotten nothing. Like even C Jam, I mean he was already relatively famous beforehand. I don't think he's that much more famous now. Um afterwards. No, I don't think so. Right? And then like who was third? I don't even remember. Uh Super B, I think. Oh, Super Super B actually, he has this like cute little rap song. Yeah, like uh, a, some shark song. Yeah, 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 that a lot of my students know. A lot of my boy students know. Uh, because I guess that's the only they they can't rippity rap like a C jam song. You know, like they can only rippity rap a, a, a B or a, a Super B song, like a cute one. But if I remember correctly, going through the list, there are actually a lot of songs released by like the people from Show me the money five. Shotgun. Yeah, Shotgun. Uh, G2, which we're going to talk about next, was also in a song. 
I, there's a whole bunch of other people. Um, Wowie, um, Microdot, uh, I think. Uh, Dirty I mean, Sanchez. Microdot, yeah, Dirty Sanchez. Yeah, there are a few people who you know released. Louisi, yeah, Louisi and Flosek were Flo-Sick both also. on Show Me Money Five. Yeah, so they're, I mean, they're trying to capture the, the momentum from Show Me the Money Five, but By is just taking all of it. Took it all. Yeah. And it, it really goes to show you how powerful it is because this song has no music video. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's really released on anything kind of it's like official. A, it's just a random single. It's not on One Decay. It's not on CJ Entertainment. Like none of the big kind of. Well, they don't of, they don't put out things without music videos. Right. But there's there's no like main company kind of. What's the word I'm looking for? Not producing, but I don't know spreading. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a word promoting, for promoting, yeah, kind of promote. Not really. Prom- that's not the word I'm looking for. Well, I think you're associate like. Well, it doesn't have music video, so like, one the K is not gonna promote like distributing. it. Distributing, right? Well, there's nothing to distribute, but it's still he just it. puts up the song on Melon, and that's yeah, it's just or whatever. It. Yeah, and it's just killing it right now. So it's really weird to see a song that doesn't have a music video to be so popular, unless it's an OST, and it just goes to show you like Buy is probably going to be really really popular what probably one of the most popular show me the money five or show me the money kind of right contestants ever i mean i know i would i mean the only other one that is even remotely close is bobby and then after mm-hmm. bo- after bobby and by the the drop is like ginormous i mean does this song was charting well is that why how you yeah it's it? charting really well that's why that's the first time because I, I heard it when i was in america mm-hmm. and i was like oh the song's really good but Obviously, I I hadn't listened to the music video, or I hadn't seen the music video, and I didn't know what was going on. I only listened to it through Melon. Mm-hmm. Well, th- tell us why then, Josh. You, okay. you like this? Song. Okay, so uh, I compared to Steven, uh, more of a fan of the rippity rap, and I think the rapping in this is really really good, but it kind of does get long, long in the tooth, long in the tooth because it's very rap intensive. It's all rap, right? Like it's a little chorusy thingy and i think by is kind of known for having really really long raps and mm-hmm. so he i think raps too long mm-hmm. um there's a kind of a build-up section that builds up into the chorus and that lasts an eternity even though by is a great rapper i think that part really really should have been shortened mm-hmm. and the hook just doesn't just doesn't hook as much as it should mm-hmm. like i i like the hook but I, I after hearing BY's voice for so long, I want to hear something else. Right. You know, I want something to contrast it. it. Yeah. Maybe uh, bringing in a, a singer, you know, female singer, and to kind of break it up. But, or at least go back and forth between C Jam a little sooner. Yeah. I would, because BY and C Jam, if you guys don't know or if you haven't seen Show Me the Money Five, they're actually friends in real life. And I would really, really like if they had kind of had a back and forth. Like a one person rap a line and the next person rap a line, like kind of like a back and forth. I think that would have been really, really cool in the song. But overall, they shine kind of individually. Mm. And that's fine, but I think it could have been better. No, I think that uh, when we talked about Show Me the Money 5 on our after show, like BY shines best when he has a better producer. Right. Which is why the BY songs that are most famous are the BY songs produced by 
like gray. gray. Yeah. Um, the the ones where he did more of the production himself just didn't do as well. I, I will say though that I, I did I do enjoy this song, but I do think that it it lacks a lot when especially compared to uh, Forever. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Forever. Yeah, the, the main one and and even Day Day, but Day Day is a different type of song, right? That yeah. one's more poppy than than this time. But I think forever, what really shined in that is because there's so many songs in one, and so you kind of got a, like a different taste, and he kind of could switch up his rapping style and flow. Right. Well, not really. He didn't really switch up too much because he still. But it left a lasting impression. That right. song leaves a lasting impression, and I think this one doesn't really. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Like, it's a good song, and the rapping is good, but there's nothing really to kind of hang your hat on for a long term. But it is definitely the best one out of. All, All the, the rappings, yeah. yeah, by far, I think, because there was a lot of rapping songs in our, you know, five week journey through that list. Oh, so many. This one was definitely the best, and I, yeah, I, I agree pretty much with everything you said. Hmm. Well, then let's move on. Speaking of show me the money, <laughs> uh, we have last year's winner, show me the money four's winner, uh, released a brand new song. That dude's name is Basic, uh, featuring G Two and Mama Moo's Hwasa with their song. Nice. People need your why. Everything's so nice. No room to get Cause you feel so right, and I just wanna make you move. Next to me, next to me, yeah, next to me. Next to me. again, I'll make your move, your move, your body, yeah. body. Your smile, beautiful, eh? Can I dung you, beautiful, eh? Stop, jet, I tag, go, some juggle, eh? I'm can't soup, you're the gameplay. Yo, Nady Chen and Epic. Dog, when I tread the boss, I'll check in there. Dill, let me on the long time, I'm laughing. More than that, you're watching, I'll move me back. Give me two eyes, I'll need a new eye. I'm got your dog and Fucking, fucking nice. nice. Um, so I, I do want to. I think we had a very similar story with the song, which is that I just was. I was like, okay, I like basic. I've always liked basic. Yeah. I think I like basic way more than you do. Oh yeah, for um, sure. And I was like, oh, it's got G two. You really like G two? Like G two, yeah. Uh, I thought G two was also the best part about that uh, team AOMG kind of rappy thing, right? So I was like, okay, I'll, we we love, love Mama We love Mamamoo. Like this is gonna be nice, right? So I'm listening to it, and Basic is kind of doing his thing, and I'm like, like not bad, okay. not bad. I mean, okay, whatever. And then the like the chorus hits, and Hwasa comes in, and and it's just like so fucking oh nice. Oh my fucking god! I've never in my life ever heard someone say the words fucking nice so smoothly yeah it's so smooth and so unsettling at the same time it's really like sharp to the he- like ears because you're just kind of like oh nice song nice song oh oh there's an f-bomb in there okay that's yeah. weird but, but it's it, so smooth it's so sm- and, and sh- it's said with like no malice it's 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 just it just falls off her tongue just like it's so 
I, ca- I can't even do it. When I say it, I just want to say, fuck, you know, fucking yeah. nice. But yeah, like aggressively. So, so fucking nice. Fucking right? nice. It's just so great. And she like echoes right back and forth with, with, with basic. And that like just for that part, like, fuck, yeah, everybody needs to listen to this song. Yeah. I mean, it is jarring, but the cadence works. Yeah. No, I love it. Like that part is the only reason why I listen to the best song. part of the and song. I listen to the song a lot. I I've always liked basics kind of flow because I'm not a huge um, bravado rapper. I'm not a right. huge repeater rapper. And that's pretty much all show me the money five was. Right? right. So I'm like, you know, give me some of that basic. Right. I haven't heard him in a while and he's got a very, I guess kind of, I would, you know, brand new music ish type of repeat rapping where it's just more. Of a story. Subtle. It's more, more story like. Yeah. And, and this one is like a very happy song. You know, it's a nice song. Hands down. Quasa with the fucking nice best part, best part. song. Yeah, I think I'm with you that I don't particularly hate the rapping. Uh, I I definitely don't enjoy it as much as you do mm. because I think the rapping is good, but it's not something that's kind of gonna grab me. Right. I, I don't want to say I, I don't think his rapping is is great. I just think it matches this type of song, and this yeah. is the type of song that I like. Like you can't have by being a song like this right you oh, can't no, have cjm being a song like this yeah because this song definitely has a certain specific style that bravado rappers and kind of like drill rappers you know they can't they can't rap in a song like this it's just gonna sound too weird right and i think yeah um and, and also i mean g2's part like is okay yeah not bad not bad but again it's all about that fucking nice Fucking nice. And the most annoying thing is that it it's like block. I I assume it's blocked on YouTube. Not blocked, but you have to like log in. Age verified, which is really annoying in Korea actually, uh, because we would to do that we need a Korean a- account, uh, and so I have to like turn on the VPN and like it's it's you need like a phone number. But just for yeah. fucking nice, come on guys. Unless there was like a nipple or something in the music video that I just don't remember, but no, definitely not. In- Shame on you guys, whoever age Because <laughs> I want to hear this song and I want to see this song and I and I don't want to jump through hoops. I don't want to jump through it. no hoops just to listen to that fucking nice. No. But speaking of fucking not, no. No, I, this I song's not su- this song's not not super fucking nice, but it's it's pretty okay. <laughs> it's not uh, so the next song that I want to talk about is strangely by a group that we're not huge fans of. But yeah, people love them. But people love them and we kind of, you know, butt heads with a lot of people about this group. Uh, and that's nine muses a with lip to lip.
Time uses A? Is yes, that right? It's a subunit. It's a subunit. Oh, I did not know that. And I'm you didn't notice a. there was only four members? Well, I knew there were less members, but I just thought that nine muses had some some people leave them <laughs> instead of actually being okay. a subunit. So. Right, like that there was the other group, right? That what was the other group that used to have a lot of members and now they only have like four? And they released like some Brave Sound songs? Oh, um we talked about them on the last episode or on a, a recent Memories. episode. Don't have them. Uh but no, this is a subunit. They are, they are not yet down to only four members. Nine mm. muses. I don't know how many members they actually have. Could be nine. Because the thing with nine muses is like the, the members come in and out and it's yeah. almost after schoolish or jewelry like style. Like they're always having new members and kicking members Even out. Even though they're not like planning. Yeah. Uh, they so have six at, now. They so six they have six now and they have former one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight former members. Oof. Either way, uh, so today you learned this is a subunit, Nine Muses A. Right. Uh, it consists of Kyungri, arguably the most famous. Kyungri is the most famous. Um, Hemi, Sujin, and Kyungjo. 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 Kyungjo, like gold. Kyung. Okay. And Joe, like Joe Biden. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I only know Kim Gray. I don't. I don't know who the fuck like the rest of them are. Joe Biden. Yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so this song, it really, really sounds like it's produced by like Brave Sound or Double Sidekick, or one of the more kind of familiar producers that Stephen and I know. But it's actually not. It's actually produced by this guy named Jung Chanuk. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to look up what else he's done because it doesn't have it doesn't link to anything in wikipedia but all he keeps finding is this chef named jung chongwook so uh, maybe maybe he needs a, a producer name instead of using his real name yeah like chan style or oh no not that or jung to the wook or future wook <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah this song the reason why i think it really sounds brave sounding or double sidekicky is because there's this tr song called so crazy that doubles no no not double sidekick uh, brave, brave sound, sound produced and it, I think it's our favorite Tiara song. I mean, it is definitely my favorite Tiara song ever. And this song, for some reason, really, really reminds me of that song. Maybe because there are similar notes in the chorus. But for Steven, not so much. But for me, it's just glaringly like I hear this song and I cannot get that Tiara song so crazy out of my mind. Well, I I, I think they sound similar, but I think this sounds like someone tr- like uh, trying, trying to emulate, emulate a Brave Sound song, but like not getting the basics right yeah you know you pick the song i don't like the song really at all hmm. um which is weird because you would think this would be my style of song yeah but there are so many times during the song where i'm just like brave sound wouldn't do this or oh or, i don't like this part, or like or... this part could be so much better if just this happened in this part like why is this part here i, I really felt like a, a pale imitation of of a of maybe even tiara so crazy like i really mm. like tiara so crazy so, so just a lot of like bits and pieces that just did not resonate well with you yeah, yeah. so like so specifically yeah why don't you get into some specifics there's like one part where it's like after the chorus where one of the girls is like or whatever well kind of like yodeling it's like yodeling with yeah. a little bit of like that voicey crack like yeah. exasperated like and i i fucking hate that i mm. it really bothers me mm. um and i the whole time i'm just like brave sound would never allow this brave sound would have put some doopity doops he would never allow some lady to be like it's like not only does it sound old um it does sound old 
in my for me personally, I, I can't stand that like kind of voicey breaky kind of sound. Even the like I can't stand it when I do it. Right. Well, like, like kind of going from singing into like head voice or chest voice, kind of like, like a really the, drastic. The thing. like uh, that that sound. Uh. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a break. I don't hate that part as much as you, but I do agree that Brave Sound would not do something like that. He wouldn't do it. Also, you mentioned this, and then I noticed, but like the second rap verse is like half whispered. Yeah, speak up, girl. Yeah, it's just I don't weird. She's just like, and I was like, what? Can you hear that? Yeah, I mean, I just didn't particularly like it. The music video is it's not a bad one, but it's like the most generic music yeah. video you could I've have. I've seen that room somewhere before. And also yeah. like before the music video even starts, there's like a nearly a minute of just them looking pretty and lying around. Yeah. Like you never, never, okay? Nope. I know nobody's watching this that has control in K pop, but if you're a music video director, stop adding fifty plus seconds of nothing. Okay? Like Stop it. The, the only way you can get away with it is if your group is already mega famous. If your group is already mega famous, people will stick around and and after the first minute of just blah, 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 right? And even that, even if you are super famous, nobody really likes that. Yeah. Like, literally, the music video is that anyways, right? It's just pretty shots of pretty yeah. girls being pretty. You don't Except need for it has music. 50 seconds of it to preface the rest of it. Like, yeah. stop it. But usually, like groups that kind of do that, where they have like an intro or something, it's like a song off their album or something like that. But this part is just, just fifty it's seconds. Like wasting time. There's a lot of a lot of time that's wasted. At, at least it's not like some short vignette. Like oh. and the music video is like eight minutes long. You know that's even oh, worse. Those are the worst. That's even worse. You're right. That is worse. It is worse when it's like a faux super serious drama and there's like Ugh. four minutes of just drama in there and but anyways stop doing that yeah so this song not really your jam steven but it what is it, not my jam but what is your jam good transition josh this next song is my jam although it is nobody else's jam because it is this group's worst charting song <laughs> since their second song which was like a random throwaway song uh, but this song is by bap uh shout out to mina you're not here. You don't listen to real K-pop anymore. No. But there was a time when you did. Yeah. What happened? Once you quit, BAP was like, eh. Yeah. Uh. But anyways, best absolute perfect BAP with their song, That's My Jam. Yeah. 
Doom, doom, da, da, doom. That is the song. That's all. That is on repeat. The best part of the song, and that's the only reason why I listen to this song. But I love, love, <laughs> love that backing track part so much. When I first when I first heard this song, it really reminded me of like an '80s side-scrolling like beat 'em up kind of Streets of Rage background music, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I can't get behind this." But then Steven, of all people, was like, "Yo." I listened to this song so much when I was in Japan. And I was like, what, dude? Like, this song hypes me up to an insane degree. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I feel it is so 80s. It, it, it's not even a particularly great backing track. But the rhythm of it and the buildup of it, I I just love it. It's just... Dun, 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 dun. It's like, kind of like a drum circle. Like, if I was working out or something, I would just put this on repeat and just be like... Dun, 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 dun. Like, I would totally do that. I, I can see, I can see you do that, working out. No, no, working out. We're just kind of getting hyped. Just getting hyped to this song. Yeah. Um, and then once that that backing track, uh, drops away and like the, the singer starts singing, I I don't, eh, yeah. I'm just waiting for it to drop back in and I'm in it again. But if I remember correctly, there's kind of like a breakdown that's also pretty good near the end. I think. Yeah. Um, but it's still. It is all about the dumb, 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 da 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 dum 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 I was actually really surprised. I thought this song might even do better, but it literally was their worst charting song by far uh, yeah. since their second single. And the second single was like uh, not a real single. Not really. Um, so that, that's kind of sad, but we kind of expect that from BAP. I mean, to be honest, their, their time is pretty much over. Really, only older BAP fans still listen to BAP, right? Like, yeah. they they have been supplanted in the eyes of the K-pop world, you yeah. know, by BTS, pretty much. And I think that's kind of unfortunate because BAP was like on the rise, and then all of a sudden they had like a lot of problems, and then groups snuck into that niche that they were like building for themselves. They took like a weird. I mean, before the contract issues, yeah. the, them and I also think beast although beast was always much more popular yeah like i don't know what they did but they just vacated the scene and then allowed all these young groups to just jump in yeah i, I don't know what it is like beast was releasing a lot of songs and then i guess they got sufficiently popular and then they started doing like one a year again and like beast is like nothing now yeah uh, at least in the eyes of um the general k-pop consensus yeah. and we're not our experience and we're not talking like in terms of like pop like fan popularity or like the number of fans like beast has a huge number of fans we're talking mainly about momentum yeah like bap and beast have lost pretty much all momentum that they've built over you know however Mm. however long right yeah um i mean beast is uh, i think better off because they were more popular to begin with but uh either way it's a little sad to see though right like you know we've seen a lot of groups fizzle and fade away and uh, it's sad that BAP finally got out of their like contract nasty situation, nasty situation, only to like come back and then have like no momentum. pretty much no success. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of sad. But I do love this song. What else do I love, Josh? Audiobooks. Audiobooks. You got it, boy. Here come that boy. <laughs> Here comes that boy. Uh, I don't know why I did that. I'm trying to think of a transition past that, but I can't. So Audible sponsors this podcast and. If you want to uh, sign up and help us out, right? Maybe you have no money. 
right? That's totally fine. You can't help us totally. out on Patreon. You've heard this a billion times if you're a long-time listener, but you should sign up for a free trial at audibletrial.com slash TWIK. You get a free 30-day trial. You get a free book, and we get a little bit of money whenever you guys successfully sign up. We get a little pocket change. So please do do that if you can. Yeah, he's a doo-doo. I say the doo-doo. Um, well, speaking of doo-doo. No, it's not doo-doo. It's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> you're right but you're the right. next song that i want to talk about is uh this guy from 2 p.m this guy uh he puts out singles every now and then his name is jim k and his newest single oh my god is, what was that uh i don't know why did we go called, there uh it's called think about you It's just one of those things where I know what's kind of going on in Josh's head. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I have terrible transitions, and I was like, Josh's version of that. I, I, was, I was really trying to transition it, and then I lost what I was going to say. Yeah. And I was like, a new... Extend the Because Because the problem is, is like, sometimes I'm thinking about what I want to say next mm-hmm. while I'm saying something else. But like, you know how sometimes a lot of people can't read and write? Mm. No, no. They can't listen to something and write at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they just type out what they're hearing mm. like that was essentially just what happened to me you like your brain your brain kind of like froze a little bit like yeah little like, and i was like no <laughs> did you think about you okay um but june yeah because i wanted to say something about think about you and then it just came out <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> but uh june k uh he's from 2 p.m the junk himself yeah and uh this is not his first single he released a few singles and i think i decently like them i didn't really like them too much mm-hmm. and this kind of falls uh almost under the same blanket i think there are very good parts of the song but there are also parts of the song where it's not very good and the not very good parts i think mainly come during the verse because he tries to imitate 
this kind of weird talk singing that doesn't really follow the cadence of the song. It doesn't really follow the beat, like kind of Zion T-ish. I'm yeah. a really big Zion T fan, but this I think really is not a good, not a good thing. <laughs> and I think he does much better just singing straight up instead of trying to do this weird, I don't know what you would call it. Yeah, I think he like listened to a lot of Zion T songs and he's seen this trend of like R&B and he's like, I'm going to try myself. I agree. I don't think, I think it's the weakest part. It also is the part that starts off the song. And I was like, eh. But when you get through it and you make yeah. it to the chorus, you're like, ooh, ooh, junk. Yo, you this got, is my junk. You got a pretty good, you got a pretty good voice. Yeah. Um, and I really like the chorus. Like, I think the his voice sounds really good. It lets him show off. Plus, it's got some of the wubby wubs in the backing yes, track. Yes. That's like bop, more, bop, bop, bop. you know, fresh in my sight. Yeah. Um, like you're not gonna get a wubby wub in a Zion T song, right? Yeah. Um. So I don't know why he even Zion T it up or tried to Zion T it up in the beginning. Yeah. Like I almost was kind of like, ugh. It's like the verse almost ruined the song for me. But right when the chorus hits, like he he gets kind of like louder mm. in his singing, and obviously the the chorus is really catchy and. Like that kind of like hooked me in to kind of bring me to the best part of the song, which I think is kind of this breakdown where he's he's really just letting it loose. Mm -hmm. And the song itself, I think, is very, uh, dare I say, like progressive because the sounds that we kind of hear in this are, I think, a little bit more new age. I mean, I think it's progressive, like in the K-pop sense, right? Yeah, yeah. not not uh, in overall overall musical music sense, but yeah, yeah, K-pop definitely. He released a lot of songs, man. June K. Um, no, I I do though think that the music video is a little wonky. Like it's just him without a shirt on most of the time. But it's like him without a shirt on. But it's also really dark and really kind of he's really Weird trying angles. to ham up the 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 mysteriousness of it and like the R and B ish. I, I guess this in his head this is what R and B is because. He his hair is not long enough, so yeah. he obviously got some hair extensions. Here's here's what he okay. did. He took some Cheetos, mm-hmm. spray painted them black, pasted them to his head. Yeah, underneath the cap. Che- yeah, and then he put it all together with the cap. Yeah, disgusting, disgusting, um, disgusting. And like he got a nice ass body. He's showing off his nice ass body, but I just can't take it seriously because he's got because he got Cheetos on your head. You can't take it seriously. You got Cheetos on your head. Yeah, that should just be banned from all. All Asians, ever. Yes, like ever. even Taeyang. Even if you're Taeyang, stop doing Forever. it. Forever, stop doing it. If you are not into the whole kind of eye candy, I think this song is best listened to without the music video, because mm. I think it's it's so much better actually just hearing him sing because he's I think a very good singer. Yeah, and I think this kind of style does suit his singing voice very well, but this whole Zion T thing, now nah, yeah, cut that shit out. Mm. No, I I agree. I I did enjoy the song once you get past uh, the beginning. Right. But here's another song that I enjoy kind of once you get past the in the first first hit. initial. Uh this is by uh a, a new group. This is their second song ever. Relatively new. Uh, the new group is called uh, Unicorn with their song Blink Blink. Boy, boy, 
first song was called Hook. Hook. Like Hookock. But no, I was kidding. That's the wrong hook. Hook. Uh, which surprise. I, I feel like we definitely listened to it and then immediately we were like, was nah. like, nah. I'm, I'm almost 100% certain that we did that. Yeah. And if you're watching the video version, you'll know that I did not play the music video. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, do not watch this music video. Okay. Because the yes. music video should start with a gigantic seizure warning. It is yes. atrocious. It is. I cannot believe somebody thought what happens in this music video is a good idea. But there is almost always blight, uh, bright flashing lights. And it is awful. I think what they were trying to do is like during certain parts of the song, they have like a cut one video of the, the member dancing in like a black a black screen and then they have another kind of part where the member is dancing on a white screen and they like interlace them so it looks like they're trying to create this effect of like in and out in and out but the white and black white and black white and black like that causes seizures yo yeah i not behind it's that awful. it's mm-hmm. awful um but the song though. once you get past that because i because uh again uh we don't mention this enough and i need to mention it again is uh when we look up all the music videos that have come out, we go to essentialkpop.com, yep. uh, which is run by a couple of our lovely uh, uh, Patreon supporters, yeah. uh, or just Chingus in general, because they were doing it long before Patreon existed. Yeah. Whoever posted this video wrote in big words, seizure fucking warning. Well, they didn't say fucking warning, but they it's said seizure, seizure warning. warning. Watch yourself, right? And so thank God for you, because I did not watch this music video. I only listened to it. Was it you, Allie? I bet it was you, Allie. It's either Ali or Aaliyah. I think it, it is. Those are the two most active people nowadays. Um, I hope I said your name right. But, it, but it's, it seems like something Ali would do. The music itself, it, it, it is honestly, it's nothing special. It really isn't. But it is the, uh, for me, it is the best version of nothing special that you can get. It was I, not I'm with bad. You on that. It, it not, no part bothered me aside from the music video. The, the br- like breakdown, slowdown part after the chorus, I love. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't sound too Frankenstein-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was never a, a, a rap part that went on too long that I was like, quit it. Uh, there is still rap parts, but it's like intercut uh, with some other things. So it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't seem like they run too long. The best word that I can use to describe this song is sufficient. Yeah. It's yeah. sufficiently. Like, it's totally generic. I'm not going to say it's not generic, but yeah. it is in a way that like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I've, I, I I heard this song multiple times since coming back in convenience stores. I'm like, man, I like this song. Who's this song? And I'm like, oh, it's that the unicorn, unicorn song. That's crazy. Uh, but I do. Also, I thought the song was called Bling Bling for the longest time. It, it does kind of like sound like they're saying a G. Like Bling Bling Bling. Yeah. But because that sounds way better. You're not going to be like Blink Blink, right? Like, yeah, like Blink. <laughs> blink. <laughs> That's going to be great to... <laughs> to edit later. Uh, Sorry, future Steven. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't fucked up myself. Yeah, but the reason why I think it is sufficient is because they do a lot of things that make the song non-abrasive. Mm. Uh, like Steven mentioned, they do chop up the rap parts. And like, there's this one part that I think could really, really be super generic and super boring. But they kind of put this harmonization track behind it. Mm. And then it sounds like not as bad. I mean, I didn't really notice it until you pointed it out because mm-hmm. I thought it was, I was just having it's so just much fun. just kind of brushing over it. Yeah. Yeah. You're um, having so much fun riding on the floor with not trying to bite your tongue. Yeah. 
because of the seizure. Yeah. This was not the only seizure causing video. There was another video, right? That was also really seizure. Oh, triple T. Triple T. Triple. Oh, my God. Also triple involves uh, a dude without a shirt on, much like Junks. Junks. <laughs> oh. We're going to have to call him Junk from now on. You don't already. You don't I, don't, already call I call him, him Junk. Junk K, he, was, he was very close to showing his Junk. Now um, Junk. He had, he had a nice body, though. Joe Kwan also has a nice body. He does. But he shows off. He does it in a very different way. Yes. Anyways, there were a lot of songs that we didn't necessarily really like, but there were also a lot of songs that we thought were pretty good. A lot of indie songs that mm. we just couldn't fit in this podcast. So I think for the next after show, we are probably going to talk a little bit about vacation, I think. Yeah, vacation. Um, and I think we're also going to talk very quickly about maybe like seven or eight uh, of the indie songs that we yeah. enjoyed decently. And we know that a lot of people listen to our podcast to discover new things. Yeah. And um, we would really like we, to introduce some of these songs to you because I think a lot of them, maybe you're not too familiar with the artist or. I don't know who most of these people are. Yeah. So but. we 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 talked about a lot of the big names, I guess. Um, not all the big names, of course, but. But we did. I mean, IY is huge. Blackpink Black Pink is new, but they're huge. Basic. I mean, sorry. BY is huge. is huge, right. Nine Muses and BAP are known. They're, they're not. Known, yeah. They're not huge, but they're known. Junk, junk, of course. Yeah, it's big ass junk, right? Um, Unicorn is probably the only one you've yeah. never heard of. But I mean, there are some groups that I think were really, really huge that we just did not talk about. Like right, uh, we but didn't that, talk about. We didn't talk about Hyuna. We didn't talk about Stellar. Do do um, not link Stellar and huge, please. Okay. They are not huge at all. Um, they may make you huge, but they they're not huge. We didn't talk about NCT. Um, yeah. bubble go the gum one. Yeah, I mean, there was some. We're trying to remain po- trying to remain positive. Uh, so we're gonna talk about some of them. We don't need to go yeah. through them all. We're gonna talk about some of them. We have to show. We were worried this would be a really long podcast because we were gone for such a long time. Uh, but it's actually a one really of our short shortest podcast. podcast. So I think. Is there anything else you want to talk about, man? I don't think so. I think anything that we're gonna talk about, we can just leave it for the after show. Okay. Uh, I do want to uh, know what you guys think. If there's a song that you guys liked, maybe we missed it because there were a lot of songs. And we're going through them uh, pretty, pretty fast. Right. Because yeah. uh, I didn't really watch anything while I was in Japan and you didn't really watch anything when you were in America. Right? Nothing besides the huge ones. Yeah. So maybe we missed something. Give us a comment. I don't know. Yeah. Find us on Instagram again. If you want to see some pictures of yeah. our lovely setup, find us on YouTube again. Yeah, I- I'm really this is a new year. Okay, we got new shit, right? I'm going to try and be on top of everything sooner or later. We we always promise that, but we will try. <laughs> yeah. It was re- it was actually really hard cuz you know, we came back, I yeah. had to move apartments. We that had was whole, kinda we stressful. had a lot more equipment. Yeah, I had to set it all up. I am hoping to dear God that we didn't just talk for an hour and a half and Something, nothing happened nothing, something <laughs> i didn't hit record somewhere or whatever um and of course i'm going to be playing with the audio for a while it, it's not going to be perfect right away i need to practice some of that stuff uh so until next time whistle like a missile <laughs>